Welcome to How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Heron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Well, hello, writers. Welcome to episode number 331 of How Do You Write? I'm Rachel Heron. So happy that you are here today as I am talking to Ellen Joy about fully committing to being a writer. And this is such an awesome episode. I got super fired up talking to her. There's a really great reason why she is on the show today. So stick around for that. I know you are going to love her and her journey to success and what success looks like and means for her. So please stick around for that. What has been going on around here? Well, this week, um, if you ever see my, if you watch me on the YouTube and you see my eyes flash up, I now have this wall planner right in front of me, which for an ADHD person is super, super awesome. I know that I am on the one of two weeks that I am building and making this evergreen course. And I just started yesterday and I have been filming a little bit of it today and I'm doing more research and more planning. It is so fun. This is the preparing to publish in today's marketplace, the traditional versus self-publishing course that I talked about. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I forgot how excited I get to do this kind of thing, to talk about what I know and also to explore what I don't know and to do the research. And I had a group of people email me their questions. Um, People that, people who had signed up for the live webinar version of it, emailed me their questions and they're so good. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh, I know this. I know this answer. Uh, Do I know this answer? Thought I knew this. I bet I knew this answer five years ago, bet it's changed. And boy has it because publishing changes all the bloody time. So that has been super fun. And that is what is happening this week. Also happening this week is American Thanksgiving, which we did not plan to have or celebrate here. But uh, one of our, um, an American friend here is married to a Kiwi woman and she loves to cook and she loves to cook American food. So just like last year, we're getting Thanksgiving given to us by different people this time. And they're going to come to our house and bring all the food and all we have to do is provide the space because they're having renovations. So yes, sign me up for eating food that I did not make and that's going to be delicious and seeing friends. So that is happening this week. So we're actually going to do a little Thanksgiving celebration. Thanksgiving is not a favorite holiday of mine. So I will just enjoy being around friends. That's going to be great. What else is happening? I've been practicing my guitar which I really, really love playing. In fact, as soon as I stop recording this, I'm going to pluck at the strings a little bit. I'm trying to do something fun and different and absolutely never, ever monetizable. And I am enjoying it. There's something about, I was talking to my wife last night that there's something about being so new and so stupid at doing something that is just enjoyable for a person who enjoys learning. Like in my writing, I know that I am incrementally getting better the more I write. I I know that's happening, but I can't see it. I can't go, oh, that sentence is, oh, that's like five times better than the sentence I wrote three days ago. No, I cannot. My the 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 uh what is it called? The the graph of my getting better is you know it's not a straight line. It's always going upwards a little bit, but I don't have that exponential growth that a beginner has. And 
with the guitar last night, I was playing around with moving from D to C, just D to C, because for some reason, D to two, getting to the C chord is difficult for me. And instead of just kludging it up and pretending that I'm not screwing it up, I just decided to go from D to C, D to C, D to C without thinking about it. And then 10 minutes later, I could do it. Not well still. G is always going to be my favorite chord, but, or E minor. I mean, I know a lot of, I know a lot of the guitar chords. I've learned them off and on my whole life, but I've never sat down to actually learn how to play the guitar well. And I could hear the difference and it was so exciting. So that is to encourage you to do something that maybe you would be terrible at and enjoy being able to see and hear and feel the difference. Because with writing, sometimes it can be a little bit frustrating. We don't exactly know how we're getting better. You are getting better by writing and by being edited. You are getting better. Don't you worry about it. Um, Yes. So that's going on playing the guitar, thinking about this new little idea for a book that I suddenly want to write in the month of November. I mean, month of December, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, right? It's not going to happen. Plus I'm gone for a week in December on a hike. Oh, but I sure want to. I definitely have starditis and that feels good. And um, that's about all. That's my, that's my update. I'm hungry and I want to play the guitar. And then I'm going to go to Rachel Says Write and do my writing, not to work on the Evergreen course, get back into the writing. Oh, that makes me want to maybe noodle ideas for this new book. Rachel, what are you doing? Anyway, let me give you the bio for the delightful Ellen Joy. Ellen Joy is an Amazon bestselling author. She lives in a small New England town between the Atlantic Ocean and the White Mountains. She lives with her husband, two sons, and one very spoiled puppy. Ellen writes in the early morning hours while the rest of her family is asleep. While she's not writing, you can find her spending time with her family, gardening, or headed to the beach. She loves summer and flip-flops, running on a dirt country road, and a sweet love song. All of her stories are clean romances where families are close, neighbors are nosy, and the couples are destined for each other. All right, my friends, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Enjoy this interview and happy writing. This episode is brought to you by my book, Fast Draft Your Memoir, Write Your Life Story in 45 Hours, which is, by the way, totally doable when I tell you how. It's the same class I teach in the Continuing Studies program at Stanford each year, and I'll let you in on a secret. Even if you have no interest in writing a memoir yet, the book has everything I've ever learned about the process of writing and of revision and of story structure and of just doing this thing that's so hard and yet all we want to do. Pick it up today. Well, I am so pleased to welcome you to the show. Oh my gosh. Can you please share your name and your pronouns with us? My name is Ellen Joy and my pronouns are she and her. Thank you. Oh, I have been looking forward to having you on the show for quite some time because you emailed me. Oh my God, it's I been have. quite some time. You mail, emailed yeah. me back in January. And, uh, oh, really? This- <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it was. And it, uh, this show, it's been a little bit backed up here, but I, oh wait, no, wait, it wasn't. It wasn't January. I'm looking at the wrong one here. Let's see when it was. That's okay, uh, but it was a long time ago. It was, okay, it was April, so it wasn't that bad, but still months and months ago. But I wanted to share what you said. And I do believe okay. I shared this on a podcast too, but I want to say it again. Um, you said, I owe you a huge thank you for all your advice and time. I'm a teacher who woke at 4.30 a.m. for my regular day job. 
It took me nine years to write my first book. I never thought I'd be able to write faster. But when I heard you say that you just woke up an hour earlier for your 911 job, I was like, well, no BS anymore. If she can do it, so can I. So I woke up at 3.30. Now it's 3 a.m. I still teach, but I am about to publish my 16th book. I am now making more than my day job and I am not slowing down. Holy cow. And I'm going to go back to you like, Oh my God, you just made my life by telling me this. So can you tell us a little bit about like, like, you know, you know, this this podcast is about process. What does your process look like right now? Is it still 3 a.m.? It is. Yeah. Cause I still teach. I'm starting tomorrow. Oh, Boom. that's right. It's, it's, I mean, I love time my job starting. Don't me wrong. Tomorrow yeah. is my first day of school, but I write, I wake up at three during school or four on the weekends in the summer at four o'clock. I've always been a morning person, so it's never been yeah. hard to wake up. I'm, I'm an early bird anyway. Yeah. Um, but I just, and that's, I think of that time when you said that on your podcast, I, you were like in a, a an was operator, a conference. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, and, yeah. Now it's a 911 dispatcher. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that just resonated with me because I had every excuse not to write. I wake yeah, up my, at 430. Like right. I'm a mom. I have two kids. I was getting my master's. You know, I had every excuse yes. in the world not to write. And I just was like, if this lady can do a 12 hour shift and a podcast and you were I think a professor and I I was, and there was an hour commute either direction to the 12 hour shift, but you're, you're, what you're describing is having the same like moment that I had in this conference. When I heard somebody say, if you're not getting, you know, if you're not getting your work done at the end of the day and you tell yourself you're going to do it, but you don't do it, then that's not your process. And you have to get up earlier. And my brain said, well, screw you. I can't get up earlier. I'm already getting up at 4am. And then my brain said, Oh, that means you've got to get up earlier you want to do this if you really, and that was before I got serious about it. And then I got serious and then everything changed, which is exactly what it sounds like it happened for you. It really did. And it really just, I can't even think of the right term, but it just hit it. It just hit me on the head and said, no more excuses. You wanted to do this forever. And I did. And then now it's my routine and that's my process. I wake up every morning. I write every day. I never take a break. I'm once in a great while I'll take a break. And I know writing every day isn't for anyone. I'm not for, excuse me, for everyone, but it is for some people. Yeah. But it, it keeps me in the story. I don't have to go back. Um, and now I'm just writing faster than ever. And I've always been a fast writer, but I just, I have no excuse really. Uh, Yeah. How long does it normally take you to write a book nowadays? Two months. That's awesome. Yeah. I I mean, I, I know the first draft or yeah, that's my first draft and then I'll go through it and then work on it. And then, um, then edit again when I get it back from my editor. But yeah, that's my, I'm pretty fast about writing at this point. I wasn't though. It took me nine years for my first one. But I always joke there was nine years more of revision, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And can you imagine that you're at at this place now where you just know how to do it? You just do it. What's your biggest challenge nowadays when it comes to writing? But still believing in myself, you know, that imposter syndrome. Isn't that funny? 16 books later? Yeah. Yeah. I send it to um, my editor and I tell my husband, okay, uh, I I think this is the one she's going to say, go back, rewrite, do it again. And it's okay. You know, I mean, everything needs work, but it's okay. And I get through it and I 
published and, and it's okay. My reviews come back and it's yes. okay. I just have to keep reminding myself it's okay. I, yeah. I think, I, I think when we need to worry about ourselves is when we stop worrying about that. But um, I also always do my due diligence when I'm looking into, you know, podcast guests and I went to your website and I think I told you, um, but I went to your website, I looked at your books, I looked at the reviews and I was like, oh my God, this woman's doing everything correctly. Everything beautifully. Like your website is gorgeous. It's doing exactly what it should. Everything is branded perfectly. You're doing everything that I wish I would be doing. Your reviews are stellar. Your blurbs are great. Your covers are exactly right. Like you just, your husband. Yeah. So I walked out my husband does it all. He does my website. He does my covers. He does it all. He's wow, super awesome, creative and artistic. And he just COVID hit and he is my partner and we do it together. He does all that. And I focus on writing. And that is dreamy. Yeah. That is the dream. I know that like Lala, my wife and I yeah. have talked about that in the past and um, no, we would kill each other. Plus, <laughs> no, it won't. It cannot happen. But when it does yeah. work, I love hearing yeah. about it. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah. I stay out of his business on it. He studies the covers. He does all the marketing. He does all the, he's good with, um, he uh, is good at copy edit, you know, um, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm floaty. I like to fluff. I will go, <laughs> go off on a tangent like right now. And, <laughs> um, yeah. And he is just that side of the business and he's very creative. He has an art degree. So he just and kudos to me. him because he, yeah. he's nailing it and you're nailing the, the difficult part of doing the words and, and that combination Thank is you. so yeah. cool. So tell him, tell him good job. Thank you. Um, I will. What is your biggest joy when it comes to doing your writing? Ah, there's so much joy with writing. I just, it's my therapy for one. I've always written. I just love writing, journaling. I just love words. Um, I think the best part, I love it when I'm so in the story that when I read it, I, when I'm writing, I'm crying yeah. with my character. That is the coolest thing, I think. It's like that runner's high, you know, where you're yes. just in the moment and you don't care about anything else except for that character and that moment and emotion. I love that. I love that you equated to the runner's high, which I only felt a couple of times when I was training for uh, marathons and it would always hit me at about mile 13 to mile 16. Yeah, right. And it was the best feeling ever. And it does in in terms of the brain, it does feel like that when we lose ourselves in our work, it's the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You don't have to run 13 miles. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's so much better than running. Um, (laughs) So much. But that's how I feel. And I get giddy still writing, you know, like when I write yeah, a scene too. and I, I'm a pantser. So I love when a character discovers something before I even knew it was going to happen. I just love that feeling. I oh, do. that's so yeah. cool. That's so cool. So can you give, share a craft tip with us? I'm any sort. Okay. I <laughs> love this tip. And I know I sound like I just want you to be my best friend, but 
when I was listening to your podcast, when it first started for it, you told an author to, I love this tip and I've been using it ever since you to write down all the words that go along with the setting. So if the setting is ocean, write down erosion, waves. um, And I have my list right here and I use it all the time. I love it. So thank you. That's why I I love you is that you have the greatest tips. And I love that you bring us to these ideas because I think that's one of the best things that happens in my writing. People will always tell me my descriptions of the setting are really good. And I purposely use this list all the time for my verbs, for the way my characters are feeling the character's voice voice i try to get and just even i just yeah i just thought it was the greatest tip but my another tip is listen to your work i listen to it out loud i'll read it out loud i use an app called voice dream and i'll find a voice that fits yeah it's awesome i love a british voice personally but um Yeah, Martha is my voice and it's 20 bucks. I use it actually for students in school as a teacher. So you can download any manuscript from your Google Drive and it'll read their work back to them. And my students with IEPs that needed help reading would use this. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to use that to edit. And I do it all the time while I'm driving to work. I'll download what I worked on that day. And while I'm driving to work, I'll listen to it. And I'll make a recording of notes of, oh, I don't like the way that this sounds. I'll edit where I have mistakes that I hear something won't work and I'll fix it when I get home later. And I have a 45 minute drive. So I have that. That is so clever. That is so clever to be listening to it while you're driving and then making yourself the voice memos of what to fix. And then you haven't lost any of that time because my whole thing with listening to our work is like, I would love to do that. And then I'm like, where where is it going to fit in my life? Mm -hmm. That is, but you know, you could be doing this on a walk. You could be. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it sounds good. The the AI voice is good. I like, I don't like any um, of the males for some Mm -hmm. reason. I don't like any of the males, but I do like this British woman, Martha. I'm going to check Martha out. And what was the (laughs) I mean, it's still very. It's called Voice Dream. Yeah. It's 20 bucks, or at least it used to be, and it yeah. was so worth it. And I love it for teaching. So any teachers out there use it. If the kids, it's easy to download Thank on you. your phone. Yeah. Great. That is awesome. Great. Two great tips. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. So with you here, because um I'm I'm using you to we're gonna we're gonna try a couple of new questions that we sure. I don't usually have on the show because I want to change things up a little bit. So um if you have an answer, and if you don't, that's fine too. What's the most mortifying moment you've survived as a writer? Okay. I have a lot of those. <laughs> um, my most mortifying, which turns into my nicest, which is your Ooh. next question. Yes. The next question um, is what's the uh, kindest thing anyone's ever done for you in your writing career? Yeah. So I started off in my first book I published, I had everyone read it that I could get my eyes on just yeah. for self-editing and fixes. I'm a teacher. I'm an English teacher. So I didn't want to publish anything that was junk and grammar. Yeah. You know, anyone who sees a misplaced comma, they're, <laughs> they're coming after me. So I, I've had everyone look at this book, a proofer, my editor, my mom sent it out and I got 
pretty good reviews. And then I got a two star review and the review said, I love this writer. I love her voice. I love the story, but she had too many errors and I was mortified and oh, it's still up there. <laughs> oh, and I know. I but that. then she said, she said, I would have loved to prove her. And so I know. So I looked her up and I know you're not supposed to respond to people at all. So I looked her up on Goodreads because she was a Goodreads um, uh, reviewer. And I emailed her and I said, look, I would love for you to read my books. What can I do to have you? I'm a teacher. I'm broke. But what can I do? And her name is Tina. And she ended up saying, I would love to read your stuff. And now I just, she and I have this great relationship. We talk all the time. She reads all my books. She's one of the first people to read it. And I've had other proofers who help me out now do the same thing. And it's just such a kind thing to do, to read a book, find the edits, and on top of it, just out of the joy of reading, you know? And she's just, and when, just recently she was, honest about something she didn't like, I fixed it. And now I'm getting, you know, people to say that they liked the way I fixed it. So it was, you know, oh she goes beyond gosh. just being kind. When oh, that's, that's lovely. She, and she goes yeah. beyond proofing it into, that's like a copy edit thing when she's, when she's talking about something like that. And it's interesting. I have a, I have a very similar story. This woman named Annette was a reader for a long time on my blog. And then wrote in to say something about um, typos that she had found in some of the of my traditionally published books. And I was like, well, that's, you know, mortifying. And uh, and now she's the one I, I use as my last line of defense, last oh, proofer. Really? Like I'll still, oh, you know, hire copy cool. editor, hire proofer, but she's the, she's the one. And she always sees things, always sees errors oh. that have slipped through everyone else's fingers. Yeah. 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 Someone told me there's an error on page six in Harry Potter or something, and that yeah. might be made up, but there's I, I doubt it is. They've mistake, kind of proven right? that there's 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 an error in every book somewhere, at least yeah. at least a couple. But what yeah. Annette told me was like, I'm going to read your books anyway, Rachel. And this way, you know, I'm going to see the errors. So why don't I just tell you about them? Oh, I love so, that. So good. Oh, that, oh, I love that. Yeah. That's my and that leads me to my next new question. What is the kindest thing you've ever done for yourself as a writer? Um, the kindest thing I've thought about this a long time was not join the bandwagon on things, you know, the TikTok, the social media. I don't, I'm not very, um, social media is not good for me. I don't want to be on it. I love that you know that. Yeah. And you listen to podcasts and authors and you'll see, man, I made a hundred thousand dollars this month using TikTok and you want to jump on. And I just, I'm happy where I am and I'm just going to slowly grow. And I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not. And that's, I think one of the best things that I can do for myself It's the kindest. Yeah. It's the kindest and it's for your mental health and it's for your, you know, just everywhere that you need to be. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. Yeah. Thank you. And people are that. great, oh, but people are great on it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Oh, of course. But of yeah, course. but I'm just not, I'm just not good. I, 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 I hate Facebook with a, with a purple passion and, <laughs> yeah. and I've basically taken myself off everything except TikTok. Cause I really like to look at it. Yeah. So yeah. what is the best book that you've read recently? And why did you love oh. it? 
I am on a kick of Jenny Colgan. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name right. She's a British her. writer. Okay. She writes um, uh, she writes small town romance, but uh, more of a woman's journey. And I'm just in love with her right now. I've, I'm going through all her books. The one I love the most right recently is, I wrote it down, so I'm not being a jerk, um, <laughs> is Cafe by the Sea. And right, I'm listening to one, The Loveliest Chocolate Shop in Paris, and I'm Ooh. reading another one. Oh, so good. And they sound so cozy. Funny. They're so cozy and she's funny. And she, I always think of her like wrapping a gift. Everything is just perfectly placed at the right time and tied with a bow and you don't expect it. And she's just lovely with structure. Beautiful writer. Oh, thank you. I have really yeah, I love been her. needing some cozy reads lately. So that's going to, I'm going to go yeah. in, investigate her. And now speaking yeah. of awesome books, will you please tell us about your most recent book or series or wherever you want to point us sure. to? Um, so my recent series is Cliffside Point and it's, based around a group of friends in their middle ages. And I at ellenjoyauthor.com. That's fantastic. What's the name of the first book? Oh, sorry. Beach Home Beginnings. Beach Home Beginnings. Yeah. And tell us yeah. a little bit about it. What happens in it? Um, well, my main character, Evelyn, is a writer and her husband passes away and she just hasn't escaped waiting for him to come home. So she heads off. You know, like she's still living the same life, yeah, expecting him that. to walk through the door. And so she gets sent away by her sister to find a man. And she expects not to and doesn't want to. But she runs into two friends and has a second chance romance. Uh, just uh, happy uh, self journey, you know, and a friendship book. You are so cute. I love oh, the way your you. face just beams when you talk about this. Like I can see the joy just pouring oh, off of you. you. And I think that yeah. your name Ellen Joy is so appropriate to you and what it, you're doing. It's my real name too. So that's fun. <laughs> so, so my middle, uh, my middle sister's middle name is Joy. I just oh, it's really? A, it's a, it's I, not a common a lot name. Of joys. No, not a lot of Ellen's under 70 and not a lot of Joy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she actually has two middle names and the other middle name is Mabel. So yeah, she, not a lot of those either. I don't know. What not a lot of, although yeah. Ruth and Mabel and Hazel are back. They're coming back. They're coming back. I like it. Yep. <laughs> thank you so much for reaching out and thank Rachel, you for doing what you. you're doing. You're no, thank you. amazing. You're amazing. And I, <laughs> I hope you keep doing what you're doing because seriously, change life changer Seriously. I do this I do this in order to help people write their books and so when you sent me that letter I just just made my whole life it really really no did. I'm so I, proud I, of you I am so proud I, of you I'm just thankful that there are people like you out there so thanks I've keep, learned how to do it yeah for you not, will not you keep for me you posted? but like yeah I definitely will On everything thank you so much and I wish you happy yeah. writing happy writing Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of How Do You Write? 
You can reach me on Twitter, Rachel Heron, or at my website, rachelheron.com. You can also support me on Patreon and get essays on living your creative life for as little as a buck an essay at patreon.com slash Rachel, spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And do sign up for my free weekly newsletter of encouragement to writers at rachelheron.com slash write. Now go to your desk and create your own process. Get to writing, my friends. <laughs>